This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, podcast Wednesday. Al and I coming to you from a remote studio again because the Boomer and Carton studio is in use by one Mr. Boomer. Uh, question for you. First of all, how are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. Good show today. Yeah, good program. Yvonne Rodriguez in. That was kind of cool. They call him Pudge. Pudge, yeah. Um, you ever get? You don't get sick often, right? You don't Not have kids, often. so I totally get that. How in the hell do you tell the difference between allergies and being sick? I Any say idea? this. No, I think people say they have allergies when they don't want to make people think they're going to catch what they have. Sure, I could see so that. So they'll say, oh, I have allergies. That's I what I used that. to do. But I was always told that if you have snot some sort of mucus buildup in your nose and you blow your nose. If it is clear, it is allergies. Really? And if it is green or colored, that means there's an infection of some sort. Okay. So and I, thus you are sick. So then I am not sick. This is allergies then. Have you uh, blown your nose? Yeah, there's nothing There's nothing weird. there. No, nothing at all. And you must have allergies. Well, it started because on Monday, was it Monday? Yeah, Monday, the guys from the uh, Little League called me and said, listen, one guy's out of town, another guy had surgery. We need the fields in shape for tonight. And I felt fine. They asked me to go over and get them ready, which I had no problem doing. I hopped on the tractor, right? I'm riding around. I'm dragging the fields, and all the dust from the infield was popping up, and that's fine. Within an hour, my throat was killing me. And then what's today, Thursday? Today's Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. So, oh, should we do another one of these tomorrow? That's right, Jerry. Very cool. Um, Within the hour on Monday, I didn't feel right. I woke up. Tuesday morning felt a little worse. By yesterday afternoon, driving home from here, I felt awful. And to where even today, I, it's, I don't know. I almost feel like I have the flu, but I don't have any of the symptoms you're talking about. And I don't know what the hell to do. Claritin's not working. The, um, uh, what do you call it? The antibiotics are not working. Nothing's working. So I must have like a super disease. Maybe you have what the Gary Kubiak has, has some sickness where he's not going to be coaching well, Thursday night. He has a complex night. migraine. Yeah, maybe that's what you have. My complex head's fine. Migraine. But I don't have a migraine, though. I don't have a headache. Oh, okay. I have a complex sore throat, possibly. Well, eliminate that, then. And I sound, I don't sound very, if I'm very nasally. It's right. awful. No good. There's nothing good about this. How about this one, Al? Hmm. So yesterday, this is all part of being sick. All right. I'm watching the Dodgers, uh, and I was into it, you know, watching the Dodgers Nationals yesterday. And at some point, I figure it's about 6 o'clock. I'm like, I can't do this. We've got Mohegan Sun tomorrow we have to go to. It means we're sleeping in a hotel. 
right? Which sometimes is not great. Although I love that place, I just mean it's an unfamiliar surrounding. Right, sometimes. And when you wake up early and you sleep in unfamiliar surroundings, sometimes you don't have the best night's well, sleep. Well, and that's the other thing, right? The alarm goes off at 4 o'clock, which is better than normal. Later than oh, usual. By the way, we're sleeping in. Yeah. Um, and then, so, then you got the ride home Friday. Then Saturday, I have to do a football game in Philadelphia where you're. I'm literally outside on a scaffold in the middle of the stands oh, calling good a luck. game. Right. So, my point is I need to get better. So, I go to Urgent Care. One by my house. Oh, urgent care. Where you walk in. They're great. Yes, they are fantastic. I always think uh, those places get a um, sort of a seedy customer. Like people that look like that don't have insurance. <laughs> yeah, like uninsured uh, drug addicts. That's he, what I think of when I think of urgent care centers. I don't know what they're like in other places. This one's really nice. And I know this. If you don't present them an insurance card, you can get your butt back out the door because <laughs> you don't go anywhere without that insurance card. Like, that's the first thing they want to see from you. Or you better give them a credit card that's got a good balance on it. Anyway, so I'm walking in the door, and I run into somebody, very odd, that you would never, ever in a million years think. So someone you knew. Used to work here, does not come from the area. And used to maintain this studio. A production guy? Yeah. Behind the scenes production uh-huh. fellow? Michael Hadassi. So do you, uh, see, always, that's always awkward when you run into Weird. somebody at the doctor. Because do you say, what are you here for? That's personal. Well, so he walked in and walked out. And then I was walking in. And then he, you know, hey, bro. Oh, geez, here we go. I'm like, hey, what's up, Mike? Okay, fine. I'm like, Why are you here? Well, I don't feel good. My wife doesn't feel good. But there's a long wait. We don't have time. Hence, I didn't stay either. But, I, but isn't that weird that you run into somebody that's not from your area, in your area, both of you yes. in urgent care? Like none of it makes any sense. His couldn't have been that urgent. He walked out because there was a line. Well, so did I. I wasn't, oh, you, I wasn't you urgent get, either. I you didn't get seen. No, because they said the wait was like an hour and it was a yeah. 6.30. And my thought was I might be better off if I just go home and go to sleep at 7 o'clock and take some over-the-counter medicine. Rather than spend an hour here, then go to the drugstore, wait for the prescription, right. or go to until nine thirty, right? Which I didn't want to do. I'm finding this: the less amount of sleep you get, the worse shape you're in. Yes, well, that is well known, right? So I've I've been really trying to get better sleep. Last night I went to bed at seven o'clock, and you felt that was good for you. Well, it can't be bad. I mean, by the way, here's the funny thing: seven fifteen. I'm like, I tell my wife I'm going to sleep. She goes, Good, you should. Cause you don't feel well. And I'm walking up the stairs. I'm like, you realize I'm going to bed at 7.15 and I'm still not getting eight hours sleep. Right. That is the problem with that these weird hours. That is unbelievable. Yes. It's 7.15. Yeah, because sometimes I'll be like, I'm going to go to bed early tonight. I'm going to go to bed at 8. Right. And that's giving me six hours. Yes. Like, <laughs> and I feel almighty. like that is a, g- a great night's sleep. Which is why, like, on the weekend when you lay down, if you ever lay down at 10 o'clock and you're like, I'm going to sleep in, I might sleep till, like, 6.30. That's more sleep than we get all week. I've been sleeping... Uh, Sometimes 10 hours. I believe it. Uh, on the weekend nights. I did that Sunday for the first time, I think, in over a year. Well, not counting vacation. When we go on vacation, I sleep very right. well. But usually on the weekends, I'm up at 5 or 6 o'clock in the morning. Saturday night, I was out. I had a couple of drinks. 9 p.m., I was out. No, I'm sorry. I had the Columbia football game. That's right. I got home at 10, had a drink with my wife. 10.30, I was out. I woke up at 9. That's nice. That is the... You know what? It's That's funny, a nice though. night's sleep. It is. And I felt great sleeping. Here's the thing. I woke up. I looked at the alarm clock. I'm like, wow, I slept late. And then I was like, I lost my morning. Right. The whole day shot. I wasn't happy. Right. Because we lay down so early on a Sunday. I actually wanted to be up at 6.30. Yeah, you ruined your day. I ruined my sleeping. morning. You yeah. slept your day away. Crazy. So the bottom line is, Jerry, if it's somebody that you that thinks 
you're going to get them sick, you tell them you have allergies. Right. And if it's anybody else, you go, I may be sick. But the grand scheme of things, clear mucus, you're good. It's an allergy. If it's green, infection. Good to know. Exactly, Jerry. Here's something I'm wondering if you would be interested in. It's a new app for your telephone, Jerry. I like apps. It's called Buffet Go app. All right. And it allows you to buy buffet food for up to 90% off before it gets thrown out. What the hell's buffet? Oh, gross. You mean yeah. the leftover stuff? That's right. Oh, boy. At a buffet. You see oh. these buffets in your neighborhoods or around town? Have you done this before? Town? I have not. I just saw There's this article. There's no chance you would do this. There's no chance I would do it. The only time to me that it's acceptable to eat at a buffet is if you're the first, first one, one in. There's a place around the corner here on Varick Street. Yeah. Uh, Essen, I think it's called. Okay. They do a buffet. And I've been there when they're putting it out. And I would definitely go. Right. Looks like great food, homemade. They're just putting the trays out. Perfect. You go there at 2 o'clock when all the animals have been breathing on it <laughs> and moving it around. That's true. I also don't like this. Like, I've gone to the uh, Whole Foods down the shore. There's, like, a buffet type of area where yeah. you get, like, lunch and things. And uh, they, they, they have soups as well. Yes. But the soups are open. So yeah. people are, just in the five minutes I'm there, they're opening the soup. They're moving the ladle around and springing it up to their nose, smelling it, and then putting oh, it back into gross. the... I mean, come on. Yeah, well, that's pretty much the way of the world right now. So this app wants you to buy that food that has been sitting at a buffet all night long, and now they're going to close, and they don't want to throw it out. All right, they probably figure anything is better than nothing. Right, so you get it for 10% of the regular price. That's interesting. Um, you know what? I I'll would not say do this. that. There are people out there that don't have a lot of money. There right. are people out there that are struggling, and good for them. Go get the app. Get the app. Buffet. Get some food. Because it's not go the... Go app. There are certain issues with that, mm-hmm. with but buffets. in terms of survival, and you got to look past that stuff. Are you a buffet guy? Um, I'm like you. I like if I'm going to go to a buffet, I want to be the first one, and if I'm not the first one, I'm so picky with what I grab. Right. I mean, it's just... It's awful. Oh, the other thing, like this buffet that's at Whole Foods that I go to sometimes, it, they charge you by the weight. Yes. A lot of places do that. So you'll start looking around like, hmm, what uh, what's a bargain item here, right. which doesn't weigh a lot, but, uh, but I like, right. versus I like this, but it's heavy and thus will cost me more. They make all their money on these salad dressings a lot of places. Because that weighs it down. Oh, my God. Absolutely. So you're really paying for the dressing, not... The actual vegetables or the um, the stuff that goes in it. And potato items, very heavy on sure, a buffet. Like don't get potato salad. Yeah. Don't get macaroni. All of a sudden, you're really weighing it down. The one place I would say that I like, it's not a buffet, but a salad bar, Ruby Tuesdays. My parents love Ruby Tuesdays. Ruby Tuesdays is good. How about this? So I think we've discussed this before, maybe not. My father, who could stand to lose about 35 pounds, and he knows it, We'll go to Ruby Tuesdays. My niece works there. So him and my mom go there a lot. Because, to visit with her? Yeah, absolutely. She's They watch her uh, her daughter. So a lot of times they'll take the daughter and they'll go see her and whatever. And my dad will be like, yeah, no, I had the turkey burger. I'm making sure I'm you know not eating too bad. I'm like, have the burger. Well, no, I can't eat that. That's, that's not good for you. I'm like, oh, dad. I said, do you realize the calorie content and the fat in the turkey burger you're eating? And so I sent it to him, 
he nearly had a heart attack. So what is the difference between a turkey burger then and a meat burger? Well, no, the difference is there. They're cooking it in different oils. There. It's on the grill. It's bigger. The bread you're getting it with. Uh, all At different the Ruby things. Tuesday? Yeah, well, it's, not, all those it's, it's all those places because they're not cooking it on a clean grill, number one. I mean, that's yeah. the first problem. But I, and I, I honestly don't understand what they put in it, but the calories are through the roof on these things. And it was kind of like another thing um, when he's like, well, I'll just get the, <laughs> God love him. He goes, I'll just get the uh, the Caesar salad. Yeah. <laughs> like that, come on. Well, Craig pitched that to me this morning when he told me he was uh, dieting. Yeah. He goes, all I had yesterday, all I had uh, for lunch, a big, a big Caesar salad. No. Yeah, the dressing is killer he on might that. have had 1,200 right. calories <laughs> of, a, of a salad. It's actually really funny. There's but. a uh, deli by me, which I hate to go to, but it's right near me, so I end up going. Because they just change the knives. They're not good right. at the knives, but they also do this thing where, you know, it's one of these delis that has a grill. Like, they grill bacon right. and Taylor ham, pork roll, eggs, all that stuff yep. on, on the grill. So when I go in and order a turkey wrap, if I don't catch them first, they they take the, the wraps they store in the fridge. Okay. So the wraps are cold. Right. So in order to make them oh, not boy. cold... They throw it on the grill, oh. but on the greasy part of the grill. Not good. So I always tell them, no, no, no. I have to go like this. No, 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 no. Cold's fine. I'll take, oh, they go, it's cold. I go, that's fine. I go, I don't want to be, I don't want it to be a sponge for your grease <laughs> grill. Probably tastes so much better, too. Oh, yes, it does. <laughs> of course it but does. it's disgusting. No, it has to be. Not good. Yeah, a lot of us are, there are people, myself included, you get, you think certain things are healthier than others. Of course, absolutely. Like a turkey burger over a beef burger. Sure. But not always. Not always. No, in a lot of cases, they're not actually. I told you, with this app I'm using... What app is this? I, is using, this the buffet app we were talking no, about? No, 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 Oh, no, this is no, a different no, app? It's not, it's not the buffet oh. app. Under Armour now owns it because they bought it. Oh. It's the MyFitnessPal oh. app. Yeah, and you punch in I, different I, foods. Here's the thing that is so confusing to me. I, so I'm scanning and logging everything, and I've done it now nice. 17 straight days. Really? Everything yes. you consume, you're scanning. Everything. So, like yesterday, how do you scan like a, an apple? Well, in a case like an apple, you put in red delicious apple or whatever type of apple it is, and that's a standard. Got it. You kind of put in the size you think it is. All right. And it's, but so like my son came home yesterday from school and he didn't eat all his Vienna fingers for his snack. My wife gave him four. There was one left. I ate it. I put in one Vienna finger. All good. So I like I track everything. The amount of sugar that I consume in the course of a day is staggering. Now, it's gone down because after the first week, I kind of see what it is. Dude, everything has like bad milk, tons of sugar, which I never realized. Right. I never realized how I got no iron in my diet. A little cup of bran flakes, and now I'm good. But it's weird how everything, you know, they say everything adds up, and I get it. Like, literally, everything adds up. Does your family think you're crazy? Like, if you eat a Vienna finger, you go right to your phone to log it? Um, or they're good? My wife thinks I'm a little bit um, maniacal with it at this point. Because remember when everyone was mocking me when I was logging my water every right. day? Well, that's because, it, I mean, what's the point? Of logging your water? Because then you know you've, you have drank <laughs> enough water for the day. Just keep count how many bottles you drank. Oh, I see. <laughs> what if they're different sizes? <laughs> Now I'm starving for a Vienna finger, by the way. <laughs> by the way, I would love are, to have those one. Those are fantastic. I love a Vienna finger. The thing that's cool about it, though, is I will see, like, at the end of a day, like, wow, I still have 400, and my 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 limit is 1,750 calories a day. So if I have a day where I've got, like, 250 calories, I'd be like, 
I can have two Vienna fingers, and, and I'm still under my limit. Not all the time, but on a weekend I will. Like on Friday night I did. I ate great for my they, – they got pizza. I didn't eat it. I made my own little sandwich for dinner, and well, I had two Vienna And fingers. then how do you log in something like uh, – like obviously if you had a donut from Dunkin' Donuts, that's different than buying a fresh donut from a donut – specialty right. shop. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't eat it. You're out for I that. don't know. Because I don't know how I would track that. Because I talk myself into like that place in Asbury Park, purple yeah, yeah. glazed donuts. Purple glaze. I talk myself into when I eat that, that's not, it's fresh ingredients. Different than going to like a Dunkin' Donuts. I guarantee donut. you they have some sort of a chart that would tell you. And again, it's not it's not scientific, but it'll give you an idea. A ballpark. You get a little ballpark figure you're not what you're doing for the day. Hmm. Well, so many apps. Uh, I'll tell you the one app I don't need. I don't need an app that's going to tell me when to shave my face. I can tell when I look in the mirror if I'm scruffy or not. It's pretty obvious. You know when you need to shave your head, right? I do. I do it on my am on a schedule with my um, shaves. See, I'm not. To me, it's kind of like, how's it look today? And that, that sounded weird. How's it, it look today? Your <laughs> yes, face or your shave? Or... Yes. Okay. Sure. Your I face, think I think scruff. you mean. You're right, your scruff. Right, exactly. And the one thing is I used to like, oh, got to shave today. Now, though, with Harry's, I almost look forward to shaving. You do. Because it's an easy, close, comfortable shave. And you know what's really cool about Harry's? We can get to the whole fact that you don't have to leave your house and they show up at your house That's and all that. That's my favorite part. That's awesome. You know what's even better, though? Is like when you first run out. Like, you know, you get your first set and it's all great. And then you got to get the refill card. How about the fact that the refill blades, less than $2. Are those five uh, blade cartridges? Five blade German engineering cartridges. And those are definitely coming from Germany. From Germany. They cut the middleman out right from the factory. Is that right? How about that? So you're telling me there's not even a man that gets it from the well, factory no, to I, my doorstep? No, someone's got to actually deliver it to your house. Right. But he's not the man. Oh, when I, I say see. cut the middleman out, I don't mean the postage guy. I mean... You mean the, the, the guy man. in the store. Yeah. You can just like go online. You go to harrys.com, right, slash uh, postgame. Right. And you get this great deal, and they come to your house. You don't even have to go anywhere. Well, you actually just go to harrys.com, Jerry. They're going to ask you for your code. Then you punch in postgame. Nice. That's a smart move by you. Yeah, I get them delivered right to my front porch, which means the UPS guy, he has to walk up some steps. You make him work. But I feel like, give me my German-engineered blades. That's what (laughs) I'm paying for, Harry's. And they have a couple deals here, Jerry. They're so confident in their blades, like you are, that they're going to send you their popular free trial set, which comes with a razor, a five-blade cartridge, and shaving gel. Get your free trial when you subscribe and pay just $3 for shipping. Harrys.com using promo code POSTGAME, plus a special offer just for these podcast listeners. At checkout, you can get a post-shave balm for free with your order. Now, a post-shave bomb, Jerry, that means you put it on your face after you shave. Is that what the post means? Mm-hmm. Kind of like the post-game podcast right. after the show's over we do this? After the show's over. Interesting. It's harrys.com. Use promo code postgame and get a shave that's a lot less expensive than if you were to go to the drugstore and buy blades that you have to get from behind the counter or they're locked up because people steal them. Because people are stealing them because they're so expensive. Nobody steals Harry's blades, Jerry, because they come to my front door, and I don't have thieves in my neighborhood. (laughs) I don't know where you live. That's right. But that's the way I do it, at Harry's. In fact, 
I don't have children, but if I did have a kid, I'd probably name him Harry. Harry. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just from this. I think you should go get a dog and name him Harry. I might do that. There you go. That that dumb bird you were going to get, you could have named him Harry. Well, he wouldn't have been a dumb bird. Those birds are very smart. Oh, well, you could have gotten a dumb bird. He could have probably learned to shave me, my bird. (laughs) Toucan Sam and Toucan Harry. That's right. Jerry, I was just on the Basking Ridge patch. Oh, geez. (laughs) That's a uh, a, uh, online uh, newspaper. They don't print that? No. Most most, uh, the patch... Is a I know it's in Jersey. I think it's in other states too. It's a local uh, area. Like for right. me, it's Basking Ridge Patch. It's a newspaper. I follow their Twitter feed. Got it. And uh, this is for all. This goes for all of New Jersey and probably uh, wherever else people are listening. That it is uh, deer mating season, <laughs> where deer make love to each other. You know, I get the mating part. Okay. Yeah. And uh, in deer mating season, uh, when it gets dark out, the deer go looking for mates. Yeah. And uh, which means there will be a lot more deer wandering, looking for other single deer, which means they're going to dart out on the road, which means now more than ever, this is the time of year where you have to watch out for deer and running them over with your car. Funny, I went over the Outer Ridge Crossing the other day and there was a big sign that said, be alert for deer. And I've never on seen On the bridge? This. When he got off that, no, 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 no. I said I went over the Outer Bridge crossing. I always wonder how deer got from one way to the other. They go on the Outer Bridge. I'm still trying to figure out how the hell we populated this earth, to be quite right. honest, with all these continents. How did how did we actually get in a boat and figure out, I'm going there. Right. And then when I got there, who drew the first friggin' map? I don't know. And how did they draw it? Based on what? That I don't know. Right. So I don't know how deer get from place to place. But you've seen signs to watch out for deer. was not on the bridge. It was when I got over the bridge. Oh, they were warning you. On Staten Island, I had never seen a sign in Staten Island about looking for deer. Mm -hmm. Well, now I have. Now I see why. Right. They planted to to bang it out. Did you ever hit a deer or come close to hitting a deer? I ran over a... So funny story. Well, it's not really funny. Sounds hilarious. You ran over a dead animal. (laughs) It was not... No, no. No, 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 no. No, that wasn't the part I was going to get to. Uh, I was playing golf. We're going back now to 2004, I would say. Summer of 2004. Playing golf with Kevin Burkhart and Brian Monzo. And so I was on my way to meet them. And I was in my little black car, and I ran over a dead deer on the Garden State Parkway <laughs> around exit. And it was one of these things where the car in front of me swerved. At the last and second. I couldn't go anywhere. And you were too close behind them. Dude, I was like the Dukes of Hazard <laughs> jumping off a ramp. You like, drilled like it was the full it was body dead. deer? Oh, the full body. Oh, so, my gosh. What was Mon- the impact like? Big. And so you can ask Monzo about this. <laughs> he was in so, the car? He was not in the car. When I got home, Monzo and Burkhart were at my house waiting for me. We were going to go to the golf course together. The problem was I had um, uh, ground beef, basically, <laughs> underneath my car and strands of deer meat oh hanging. My God. And I had to take the hose, and I had to get under The stench was horrendous. So I'm in the street. I pull the hose out from the house, and I'm spraying all the dead carcass off my car to where we get in the car to then drive to the uh, golf course. And Burkhart's like, I'll drive myself. Just follow me. So me and Monzo got in the car and followed him. And what we didn't realize as we were driving to the golf course was that some of the dead deer meat was uh, going to cook. (laughs) (laughs) It was on engine parts that would get hot. Yes. So we're like five minutes into this ride, and Monzo's like, I don't know if I'm hungry or if I'm going to (laughs) vomit. 
<laughs> so we, long story short, we get to the golf course. I look under, and sure enough, there was like burnt deer meat all over the bottom of my car. There was new strands that I didn't see. Oh, it was disgusting. It so was did, it, did it take um, a long time for all of the meat to eventually fall it off? It did because I took it to the car wash thinking that would handle it. And then I realized when I got done and paid the $7, there's no water jets underneath the car. <laughs> it's all on top right. down. Did nothing for it. And so I spent probably every afternoon for about a week just with the hose. Every, every time I thought it was deer. gone, more would appear. I'm yeah. like, it's not an amoeba. Where, what is this? See, I, I am kind of a tailgater when it comes to driving on the highway. Like I, I Are drive you really? Close. Yeah. And you're right. You do get screwed. If there's a, a dead animal or, or a tire in the road and the person in front of you moves over, yeah. you have no you're done chance to move over. And I, I hit that deer doing 70 miles an hour. I mean, it just, just the impact must have been insane. It bridge, uh, not shattered, but it cracked the grill of the car. I wanted a low car to the ground. I mean, just brutal. Man. Yeah, so you have to be aware of deer. Be aware of deer. In particular, this time of year. All right. I mean, that's good to know, by the way. It's Especially very us, good we to drive know. in the middle of the night, and God, where you live, Christ, there must be so many deer, lot of deer. around. And finally, Jerry, all of these uh, scary clown stories that we've been reading about. Oh, is this the Ronald McDonald thing? That's right. Stupid. It's hurt Ronald McDonald. Do you ever think Ronald McDonald was a clown? I did. Really? Yeah. I just thought he was like a, a character. And like a mascot. Well, he's got the clown makeup on, the clown wig, the clown nose, and the clown shoes. And the bozo's a clown. Ronald McDonald, he eats hamburgers. He's no, not a clown. I think you're thinking of the hamburglar. No, 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 no. Ronald McDonald sells great fast food to America. Okay. He's not a clown blowing up balloons and zonking his nose for a sound. Mm. Well, all this clown stuff has scared people away from even Ronald McDonald. His appearances have been cut back. By the way, who even knew he had appearances? Why Ronald McDonald? And which Ronald are you getting? You're getting whatever local kid is being Ronald McDonald. It's like the Harlem Globetrotters. You go see the Harlem Globetrotters. You look on their schedule. different guys? Yes. They have like five different teams. They play all over the country at the same time. And then they play a scrub team from that area? Uh, they do it a little differently now. It's really a show, and it's great. But you think that there's one team, and there's like five of them. Is that right? Yeah. Now, now I find mm. out there's a bunch of Ronald McDonald's. It's there's like tons the of Ronald time, McDonald's. The first time my kids saw that there were two Mickey Mouses in the same place. That throws your kids and off. My four-year-old realized, okay, that's not real. Why is that? Well, there's two of them. Oh. <laughs> and we just saw one over there. Yeah, sorry to break the news mm. to you, kid. Like rats in New York, they multiply. God, I saw a rat this morning walking in. I wanted to kick it. Punt it down the block. I would be afraid it would bite your leg. It could, I suppose. I got to go. Okay, Jerry. The warm-up coming up next. Me and Al from this morning from 545 to uh, 5.54 or so. So it's Something a great like 10 minutes. Don't go anywhere. Sue? It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right, good morning, Al. How are you, sir? Oh, hi, Jerry. So and I know last night was a late game again with the uh, Giants and the Cubs, but the Cubs did win 6-5. Remember the uh, day before we were talking about how the Giants don't quit. Last night they're winning. The Cubs score four runs in the ninth inning, and here's what's stupid about baseball, and I get the pitch count. Matt Moore goes eight innings, gives up two hits, strikes out ten. They take him out. They need five pitchers to get three outs in the ninth inning, and the Giants lose. I could not have imagined watching that game with five pitching changes uh, in, in one, one inning. inning. It's Enough. awful. One guy, and how about in the Dodger game, they bring in Baez after uh, Kershaw comes out. He hits a batter. All right, you're done. Like, come on, let he him came pitch. in just to drill a guy, Jerry. Well, I don't think he came in to drill a oh, guy, but he hit a guy with his first pitch, and now, that, so that's like the life of a reliever. Go warm up, 
Come on out. One pitch. All right, take a shower. Right. And so it really is stupid. So the Giants are finished, and then the uh, Cubs will play either the Dodgers or Nationals. They'll play uh, tomorrow night in Washington, which is pretty cool. Uh, did you see this story with this Chargers kicker, Josh Lambeau? He's the fellow he uh, missed a uh, key field goal, was it, well, Jerry, no, no, on no, no, Sunday? No, 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 The punter, who's the holder, oh, dropped the, the snap. He never got a chance to try the kick. That was in Oakland. So and the it, punter's fault, really. Yes. It was the punter's fault. Phrase, I forget his name. But, yes, the punter's fault because he dropped the good snap. Lambeau never got a chance to make the kick. Got it. So the game's over, and I guess the cameras, you know when the, guy, the players converge on the field, the players will sometimes yuck it up a little bit because, whatever, the game's over. So I guess he was caught on camera with Sebastian Janikowski uh, yucking it up, and people are not happy in San Diego. Two kickers having a laugh together, Jerry? Yes, and he says uh, a couple of clips here. He says uh, he gets that it looks bad, but he really was crushed. From my perspective, I think it was a misinterpretation of what happened. I mean, obviously I was as devastated as anybody about the loss. Hmm. I I don't know about that. I would have said I didn't even get a chance to kick it. The punter screwed up the hold. Exactly. So why wouldn't I have a nice laugh after the game with my fellow kicker across the way? He said the loss has just torn him up. I'm as torn up as anybody over that loss. Oh, sure you are. It's crushed. <laughs> I don't believe that. He just said he had a moment with his man. You know, the work day was over, mm-hmm. and uh, he said something funny. So, you know, I don't know when Sebastian Janikowski says something funny to you, you laugh. Right. It's like E.F. Hutton. Yeah, I wonder what it was. I wonder what hilarious thing he didn't get into Janikowski it. came up with. But. Yeah, I always it does bother me when I watch and uh, uh, the blog with leather uh, they went and grabbed and found tons of uh, other guys on the Chargers all the time. having a laugh with the other Raiders yeah. right after the game when they lost and in fairness this guy didn't even get to kick the ball right. so if the punter was having a laugh perhaps I would be a little more annoyed right but that's what these guys do. They all enjoy a good laugh after the game. Well, it's different. They're not, you know, while they may not like each other on the field or during the game, once the game's over, they're all friends. They're all in the same union, and it's obvious. Any NFL game, even, I don't know about baseball because they don't converge on the field like this, but any NFL game you watch, even the NBA, when the game's over, the guys will go over, they'll hug it out. Hey, what's going on? And, you know, sometimes you will get a laugh. Not that big a deal. It's just today's sports. It's what it is. Yeah, I don't like it if my team loses and I see them laughing on the field. That bothers me. Here's the problem. The fans take these losses harder than the players do in a lot of cases. Not all cases, but in a lot of cases, this sticks with the fans for days where the players move on. And by the way, they have to move on because they have to play again either the next day, a couple of days later, or the next week. And I get it, but the fans take it a little bit harder sometimes. And especially the kicker. You don't want that in the kicker's head. But again, uh, I would have been like, in fairness, I didn't even get the kick. He didn't the ball. miss the kick. Right. Not his fault. I say, go talk to the punter. <laughs> well, I he don't doesn't know how to hold to, the ball. He's not in good favor right now. If he oh, would have come out isn't? and said, why did you go talk to him? He screwed it up, not me. The owner probably wouldn't go over well. Yeah, the owner and GM of the Chargers made him do an apology tour of the locker room. The kicker, who didn't get to kick the ball, right. but who was laughing. Whatever. Hmm. Silly, silly, silly. Jerry, did you see? I know we know by now that Rutgers got rolled by Michigan 78 nothing. We did see that. Yes. And then there was a story out at uh, Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Ann Arbor. Uh, they run a promotion where however many points the Michigan wins by, that's what percentage off the bill yep. one of your meals is. Well, they won 78 to nothing. Uh, but the fine print. The fine print said they capped it at 50, but right. still. You buy a meal there, your next meal, the person with you gets 50% off. So Jim Harbaugh celebrated his big win over Rutgers by going there himself and enjoying a, a nice, looked like a T-bone steak, Jerry. Good for him. 
And he had a uh, glass of milk. I know you have a problem with this. It's bizarre. Well, I don't you like, don't like milk. That's the problem, right? I, I don't like. Well, I don't like milk as a drink, but as an adult, I don't know that you pair milk with a meal. Probably not in a restaurant either. It'd be like if he had a steak and a coffee. Like those. <laughs> that doesn't work. It's a weird beverage. Like your beverage combination has to work. Well, how about milk and pasta? No. Milk and pizza. No. See, I I like those two combinations. Milk is either A, for children, or B, with cookies or cereal. (laughs) So (laughs) that's true, and adults have cereal, and adults have cookies. Therefore, milk is not just for children. Yeah, but that that waiter had to be like... What? Like when he's in well, and I'll have Jim a, Harbaugh. And I'll have a milk. He, he looks like that type of guy. He looks boring. He wears the stupid same khakis everywhere he goes, right? Everywhere yes. he goes, he's got the khakis on. Does it surprise you he's having milk with his meal? I mean, he was just dominating that cow. He took its meat and then <laughs> took its juices right out of its udders for his beverage. I didn't even give that a thought. Yeah. <laughs> Total cow meal. I mean, right. Did he ask for the hide to put a hang on his wall when he was done? It should have. He really just abused. They're just bringing the whole cow out here. beef jerky for the ride I'll home. I'll take it all. Oh, <laughs> here's my wife's breast milk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, no. was a cow's milk. milk. Cow milk. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, not all that surprising. Not very good, Jerry. N- not at all. <laughs> it's so stupid. Cam Newton, by the way, uh, did not play the other night for the Panthers because he had a concussion. Right. <laughs> and then he... <laughs> How about he's out riding a moped without a helmet? No, he had, he was on like a scooter. Remember yeah, when the a moped scooter? Yes. Yeah, remember thing. when the police busted Craig for riding a scooter in yeah, Manhattan? Yes. He was on the uh, sidewalks. That also was that thing you stand on a Segway, right? But didn't he get in trouble for that too? I thought Craig or Cam Newton? No, Craig. Oh, Craig. Yeah, was on a Segway. So this this thing Cam Newton was on. I watched the video. It was sort of like a Segway ish type of scooter. And he was riding around downtown in the traffic with no helmet on. And he's in concussion protocol. I am of the belief, you are not, that these guys should just go home during the week. (laughs) No. Go on your scooter in the off season. Listen. During the season, don't scooter. If something happens to them, it's their own fault. Right. They've got to live with it. What are we honestly? Because as an owner, you've guaranteed money to this guy. Now he's on a scooter. Well, but hold on a second. You guarantee money, but if you get hurt outside of the playing area or outside the facility, I don't think that money's guaranteed in that case. Like if you're on a scooter? Right. If I'm paying whoever, David Wright, or I'm paying somebody $20 million and they they break their ankle and can never play again doing beach volleyball in the offseason, I don't think I have to pay them for that. I think you have a case now where it didn't happen within the confines of the contract and the stadium or the facility or the organization. I don't think that counts. So if Cam Newton wants to ride a scooter or a Segway or something like that and wants to get into a traffic accident, I don't think the Panthers would be on the hook for that. Yeah, Ron Rivera did not seem bothered. Because who in cares? The least. I would be very bothered by it. Yeah, if he gets hit by a car, sure. Yeah, it'd be terrible. If nothing happens, who cares? Oh. Right? Yeah, I guess, right. Jerry. Good. I won that one. Excellent. Jerry, you're familiar with the Sacramento Kings. They play in the NBA. Yes. Well, DeMarcus uh, Cousins is a, a fellow who plays for them, and uh, they have a new arena there. And evidently, the arena was opened up last week for a big Paul McCartney concert. Nice. So the reporters went to DeMarcus Cousins and asked, oh, did you did you get to go to the Paul McCartney show? And he said, I, I don't know who that is. I know. Why are we surprised by this? Because he's one of the Beatles. I know that. And as us approaching 50 years old, I get why we know. Well, you're going to be 50 soon. Uh, And so will I in eight years. And that's fine. But why would DeMarcus Cousins know who Paul McCartney is? Because it's pop culture. 
Yeah, I understand, he's a but a he's great. A he's also how old is Demarcus Cousins? Oh, he's like twenty six, probably twenty seven. Right? He was I born. Think... I read that he was born twenty years after the Beatles. Right. Broke up. So I mean, so what? So he doesn't know who Paul McCartney is. Oh, and I, I was reading some of the posts after that story was written. I mean, people are like up in arms that he doesn't know who Paul McCartney is. Who cares? People love their Beatles. So what? Screw them. Like, like Eddie loves the Beatles. <laughs> Eddie does love the Beatles and all his music that he plays in the oh, morning here. Played with the Beatles. And lastly, since we're talking about the basketball, Greg Popovich. Have you ever heard of the player Boban Maranovic? Boban I'm probably Maranovic? not even saying his he's name right. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> he's not a moron. I don't know that guy. So he said he was willing to sign with the Spurs for $3 million, and it was Popovich that said, hey, you moron, go sign somewhere else. You can make $21 million, which he got from the Pistons. Told you. When was, yes, exactly. When was the last time you saw a head coach stand up for his player like that? I think it's great. Maybe he didn't really want him on his team. Correct. No, I don't think that's, that's what I think. No, come on. That's like, no, you could, Why don't you go do Rutgers games? Right. right. It'd be like if Mark Chernoff here said, you know, Jerry, the uh, other sports station, they, are, are they, I think that you could probably probably get more money For seven times what he's paying me? <laughs> yes. I would say thank you. Oh, of course, Mark would have to right? be listening to his own station <laughs> and know who works here. <laughs> he knows Jerry works here. I hope so. I don't know about that. Uh, all right, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, a quick thing about, oh, yeah, Tim Tebow next yeah. on The Fan. You know oh that guy, God. Jerry Recco? Good Lord. His poop No, stinks. no. That's a solid intro, Eddie. Okay. Uh, we're coming up on 6 o'clock. Boomer and Carton coming up in just a moment. That is awesome. I don't know what that was. Um, so, Tim Tebow quickly, Al. <laughs> He's like the gift. I mean, can you believe this guy? who yesterday goes 0 for 3, Arizona State League, right? Arizona Fall League, whatever the hell it's called. And then you have a guy has a, a seizure, basically right in front of him. He goes over, touches the guy, the guy wakes up. Come on. He had an epileptic seizure, yeah. And then uh, Tebow uh, talked him through it, Jerry. The second time he did such a thing this year, there was a man who had a heart attack on an airplane. That's Tebow right. laid his hands on him, and that guy also miraculously Can this guy possibly survived. be this good? I think so. No, no. You mean healing people? <laughs> yes. All of it. I mean, they said there Fugazi. was four times Not the Fugazi. audience yesterday to watch him play a yeah. stupid Lock game. Lock your radio in for live and local programming, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, including Yankees baseball and Giants football, along with Boomer and Carton, mornings from 6 to 10, Beningo and Roberts middays from 10 to 1, Mike Francesa afternoons 1 to 6.30, and Steve Summers at night. We are your flagship station for New York sports. The Fan, Sports Radio 66. Six and 1019 FM, WFAN and WFAN FM, New York.